Hello, this is Pastor John Willingham of Doralstown Presbyterian Church. As our podcast audience continues to grow, I want to thank our loyal listeners and welcome those who may have just recently found us. We know that life can quickly become busy, so this podcast offers an on-the-go opportunity to hear a Sunday sermon along with the scripture lesson read by that day's lay leader or preacher. We also encourage you to visit our website at dtownpc.org to learn more about our church and all of our diverse ministries. Thank you for tuning in. This morning we come to a very impactful scripture. Perhaps you've heard it before, and I wanted to read it for you today, to hear these words as they fall afresh on your hearts and minds today. It comes from Philippians chapter 2. We'll go through verses 1 through 5, and then we'll also catch up at verse 15. Listen for these words. If then there is any comfort in Christ, any consolation from love, any partnership in the Spirit, any tender affection and sympathy, make my joy complete, be of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord and of one mind. Do nothing from selfish ambition or empty conceit, but in humility regard others as better than yourselves. Let each of you look not to your own interests, but to the interest of others. Let be the same mind in you that was in Christ Jesus, so that you may be blameless and innocent, children of God without blemish in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation in which you shine like stars in the world. This is the word of the Lord. Let us pray. O God, we come before you with humble hearts and minds, wondering how it is we are to be in this world. As we wrestle with your text this morning, let us learn deeper how to be closer to you. In your name we pray. Amen. When you look at a star, for instance, you go out into the dark night sky, you're looking at something from several years ago. Now, it's hard to wrap your mind around that, but the light from those beautiful stars in the night has traveled years through space to reach your eyes. Stars are hot balls of growing plasma held together by their own gravity that are light years away. And what you're seeing are photons that have left the surface of the star many years ago and have traveled through space without running into anything, and your eyeballs are the first things those photons have encountered. I'll save you from all of the star facts that I learned in preparation for VBS this year. Perhaps you noticed from the video that it had a star or moon theme, as it was called Stellar. There's even a couple of decorations left up from our Mission Control Center. We shared a lot of star facts and we wondered about a God who made everything from the stars in the sky to us here on Earth. And the space theme was an engaging way to talk about how Jesus is the light of the world. And that we as Christians are invited to, well, actually called to shine and reflect that light. So as Christians, we're reflecting that light, shining as stars in the world, transforming a community, and we are a manifestation of God's presence here on earth. 
And this particular star fact stood out to me because of the length of time that a shining star takes to come to realization. And if we take Paul's calling from our scripture today to shine like stars, what we do or say or how we act is a reflection of Christ at this moment and also may be realized later on and should be. Let me give you an example. You, Doylestown Presbyterian Church. Now, I know y'all didn't come to church this morning thinking that you would be the sermon illustration, but here we are. Our founding pastor, Reverend Uriah Devoy, served as pastor of Deep Run and Doylestown, as well as being the principal at Union Academy. Over the years, the buildings were built. In 1913, Deep Run and DPC congregations merged. And in 1957, a new church was established on the original site where Deep Run and the history of Doylestown Presbyterian Church states politely that both churches resumed separate and respective histories. In 1940, Andrews Hall was constructed, and many of you might have been around in 2011 as we began construction on the bridge. So for 219 years, the congregants you of DPC might have worship in different buildings. The edifice was even changed in direction from Church Street to Court Street, and you all have even worshiped in Fellowship Hall. But no matter the building, you have been a shining light of Christ. People sharing in life together, in traditions, in programs that have begun and dissolved and begun, Worship that brings us life, and not to mention thousands and thousands of people fed out of our kitchens. Now, what's standing in our way of shining the light of Christ? Also, you. My apologies that you're still the subject of this sermon illustration, because what unites us also is easy to cause division. There are those that would argue that our relevance in a rapidly changing world is diminishing. Our church family is taking a longer time to reassemble ourselves post-COVID. And we have the transition in front of us as well. Now, these are valid worries. These are also worries that have faced the church before. It's okay to lament these things before God. May you have the permission to realize afresh that a lament is a proper modality for people of faith, asking hard questions, lobbying our laments to God, and being deeply sorrowful for the losses. None of this is a sign of weak faith, though, but a robust faith. These are not stances assumed by unbelievers, but believers. These are not attitudes that we hang up in the coat closet on the downstairs level but we bring them right into the sanctuary to a big God who can answer our laments and our big questions and our wonderings and is right there with us then in the Church of Philippians and even so today. The good news of the gospel is that we are Christ's church and the unknown is okay. And that's where the language of faith steps in so beautifully and reframes how God's story has unfolded through scripture and in our lives to bring us where we are today 
And that same gospel brings promises. It offers release. It provides hope. And it is a celebration of God's goodness. It brings me comfort to know that the early church was struggling with some of the same things that we struggle with even now. The Philippians need to realize that, needed to realize that they might have very well been Presbyterians and they should have done it quicker than they did. They need some committee meetings to sort themselves out. They didn't really bother formalizing their details about how they got together and maybe vision casting for the future as the session gathered around some sort of a table. Because there wasn't much of a future, because Christ was going to return, like now, not as far into the future as it has happened. And we see this in Acts, and we see it in the many communities that Paul writes to. As they continued meeting together, as naturally in any group, conflicts arose. They were unsettled. Now, Philippi was known as a Roman colony that was known for its patriotic nationalism. And there, Paul faced resistance resistance when he announced that Jesus was the true king, not the Roman emperor. And at this point, they are throwing their hands up in the air saying, what can we do to build trust in one another? So Paul writes clearly about how they were treating each other and their interpersonal conflicts by the end of chapter 1 It only took him through one chapter to call for unity and for oneness because the church was lacking unity and oneness. They were growing so quickly it was hard to get all on the same page. The people were divided. Have you all seen the meme uh, or a photo of the extra, extra large t-shirt where there's two sibling heads popping out of the middle of it and the parent has written across the front of it, this is my get along shirt. Forcing them to be on the same page with each other is kind of like Paul is putting a get-along shirt on the Philippian church. And Paul insists that he would like to see the Philippians being of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord and in one mind. And Paul isn't calling them to the same thoughts. Paul isn't calling them to erase who they are themselves and to blindly follow each other. Erasing their differences is not the way to go. He's not asking them to behave the same way, speak the same way, sing the same way, and even dress the same way. No, because this rhetoric would be absolutely problematic, even harmful. Subjugating others is not what the church is about. So instead, Paul is urging them to focus on their similarities. Christ. And once they focus on Christ, they're going to figure it out. Paul writes, Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility regard others as better as yourselves. Let each of you look not to your own interests, but to the interests of others. He says, Come on. You all are in Christ. You all have the same mind. You have the same love. Verse 4 clearly places yourselves side by side. And subjugating others would make one move down and the other rise to the top. Which is not how Christ's kingdom works at all. Therefore, this call to uniformity should be understood as making space for others. 
opening oneself to otherness and differences. It's about being humble. It's about being hospitable. And it's a challenging call. And that's where unity will come. Now, in the two years that I've been here at DPC, I've seen you shine in unity with Christ as the head of the church. And I know that we will continue to shine because that's our calling. That we will still be the site of the community meal every third Sunday of the month. And that Code Blue will move in and will prepare for our guests in February. That we are people dedicated to growing in faith within the context of a complex community. We will still be the site of a campus that is not sleepy over the summer, but yes, holds spiritual renewal for our SAM group and VBS, packing the sanctuary, not only with those kids, but also their families. We will be a place where many young families moving into the Doylestown area and searching for a church home. That outside groups, such as Boy Scouts, Building Blocks, AA, and Wrapping Presents, will have a partnership on this property. We will still be a place that celebrates births and baptisms, life through funerals, giving Bibles, installing officers of our church and elders and deacons, sending off our seniors to college, a place where choirs of all ages will sing and ring in the glory of God. And one more thing won't change, that we will be a bridge for Christ and a beacon of his love, collectively calling to shine the light of Christ. Now the hymn we're about to sing is one that I have sung ever since I was a child, and I wasn't sure its history at DPC, but apparently you all have sung it, and I hope that it is familiar to you. But the words just spoke so clearly about what it means to shine the light of Christ. In it, the hymn says, we are marching in the light of God. The simple text is broken down this way. We, that's just the word for community. We are here, we are together. We are a part of who we have been and who we will be. And then it goes on, and we will sing all four verses, but it's very quick. We are marching, we are singing, we are dancing, we are moving. They're all actions that call for unity, to move physically and spiritually in the same direction. It's not a passive acquiescence. And of course, in the light of God has a meaning on several levels. While it's the symbol of who Jesus Christ is, calling us to be the light of the world, but it also coded language for seeing clearly. And we as a church are always about reading the scripture and seeing clearly what Christ is calling us to do in this world, to be a beacon of light and for this community. Would you pray with me? God, the source of clear sight in the midst of now, let us know that you are the source of discernment and truth. As we march, sing, dance, and pray, that we could see our way ahead, that our path is clear, and that where there is light, there is hope. Amen and amen. 
Thank you again for joining us today. Once again, I invite you to check out dtownpc.org for information about our worship and programming for all ages.